We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I'm Liz Ball. I remembered my laptop this time. We're off to a good start. Yes. We are. Great start. We are off to a good start, even though I'm having a bit of a Monday. You are. I am. I don't really know why, Everyone deserves a bit of a Monday. That's true. It just happens sometimes. There's nothing in in particular that's like really Monday about today, but I'm having one. I think the thing that was very Monday about today is the weather. Oh, It was very blah. And yesterday was was nice. Yesterday was so nice. And you're like, oh. Yeah. It's spring. Yeah, Seattle blesses us with, like, really random, like, they're like, you get two hours of sun. And then, like, the population of Seattle triples, and then it just mm-hmm. starts raining again. Mm-hmm. Bless us all. And they're like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> suckers. This is what you could have, but you chose Seattle, bitches. Um, I want to start off with something that we were ta- texting about yesterday. Uh, because yesterday was the Oscars. Oh. And as all of you know... Um, Will Smith smacked Chris Rock just right in the fucking face. Yeah. Right in the foch. Right in the foch. Uh, and I, I've been seeing a lot of different takes online, but I want the debate I'm seeing and that I'm going to propose to you and our audience. Was it, was it like cringe that Will Smith did that? Did it give you the ick or was it hot? Was it hot husband behavior? I have a lot of th- I have a lot of thoughts about this. Because I, I could argue both sides. Me too. I think it is both. I think that it is cringe from the perspective of how consistently embarrassing Will Smith is, like, in how Jada talks about him. Like, she's said that he's bad in bed. She, yeah, see, I don't know any of this. She said she's cheated on him with one of Jaden's friends. Um, her son. Her son's friends. Yeah. Um, that is predatory in my opinion. But I do think it's hot from the perspective of like men defending their woman <laughs> is always very hot to me. Like I I love when dudes are like in my corner no matter what, you know, mm-hmm. but like settle it at the after party, you know, like running on stage at the I, I think he has every right to be upset. Um, I don't think that resorting to like that like running on stage at the Oscars is like the best way to manage. But I feel like he could have like punched him at an after party. Mm-hmm. Assault is never okay. <laughs> but if he needed to punch him, like maybe not on stage. He didn't at even the punch him. At, he open hand smacked him. Yeah, which is more embarrassing for Chris Rock, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Just like literally a bitch slap. You slapped the face right off his head. I was thinking like, okay, if a man was hitting on me and Mr. Liz did that, I would be so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Like, some guy's flirting with me. He Maybe he didn't know I was in a relationship. It's 
you don't need to do this. Right. But if someone was like saying something like deeply offensive and he just smacked them, it's kind of like um, in Parks and Rec when Ben punches someone who calls Leslie a bitch. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen that? You have, have you not seen Parks and Rec? I've watched a little bit of it when my brother's home, but I don't like, I haven't watched a lot of it. Oh my God. I don't know. I'm shook. I know. I'm really missing out on like, uh, a big cultural moment. You really are. I know. I don't, now I'm like questioning everything. And like The Office too, it's the same kind of thing. You haven't seen them? <gasps> I know, you heard it here first, folks. Well. I know. There's just this moment where Ben punches this guy in the face and, and Leslie's like, that's so hot. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's different, like, an insult versus just being, like, so insecure that you, like, have to be hyper-masculine and yeah. make up for it. I saw someone on TikTok, like, kind of grasping at straws, saying that, like, they think that Will S- this is a move by Will Smith to, like, a run for office at some point because <laughs> Donald Trump has set up this expectation and – I don't know, like sort of acceptance that celebrities can do these types of things and still have a political position. So listen, Will Smith and Kim Kardashian are going to run for office. You heard it here first. I was just like, just anytime anybody does any big like moment, like publicity moment, Donald Trump has ruined publicity stunts for everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, I would love to hear what y'all think. I mean, there are so many layers to this that um, I don't think either of us could ever understand. Yeah, is it ick or is it hot? We got to know. Is it ick or is it hot? Ooh, that should be a new segment. Ick or hot? Yeah. I love that. Ick or think, hot? I could think of so many things for that. Okay, cool. New segment. Um, I'll come up with a song for it. Ick or hot? <laughs> ick or hot? Ick, ick or hot? Ick or hot? Ick, ick, or hot. Uh, I forgot to do this again. Liz is dropping this in at the beginning of the episode. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at The Holy Hour. Email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Patreon for early access to ad-free episodes. And join our Discord. It's cute as fuck. And I'm not just saying that. Yeah, it's, it's a fun fucking place. fucking cute. It's a fun place to be. Really fun place to be. I recently was listening to a podcast where they drop their own socials. Should we do that? <gasps> Love too? that idea. Um, on Twitter, I'm Liz T Ball because Liz Ball so hard and Liz Ball are taken by two people who don't fucking use it. And then Instagram is Liz Ball so hard. TikTok is Liz Ball so hard. Fuck yeah! Mine's Adamelia Sampson on everything, all one word. I'm jealous. I, I want that branding. Early. I want that branding. Um, should we like take the person out that owns those handles? You want? I'll take their kneecaps. Yeah. Okay. Or, oh, I just thought you meant take their handle. And I was like, yeah. Oh, right. No violence. <laughs> no violence. Will Smith. No violence. We're taking a note from you. And we're, I'm stopping hitting people now because of Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> this is the moment that we turn around. I've never slapped anyone in my life. <laughs> so I have another. I know I sent this to you on Twitter, but we needed to have a full discussion about this. I'm so I don't know. We send so much shit on Twitter. I know. Uh, I sent it last week. Liz and I are literally constantly in contact, y'all. We're in constant contact on multiple platforms. And that's why we can never break up. There would be a a big hole in my day. (laughs) Yeah. I would be like, no! (laughs) Okay. So I sent Amelia this tweet, and it's, it's not viral or anything. Oh. And this woman tweeted... Never dating a man who doesn't practice semen retention again. The difference between the two types of men is remarkable and extremely noticeable. One is a lot weaker. So semen retention, she basically just means, like, a man who does not masturbate and, like, consciously practices not coming, which, as we've discussed, physically is not safe. Wait, is she saying that guys that don't masturbate are better? Yes practicing semen retention is is the phrase she's using and then the comments are insane they're fucking insane um so when i saw this i retweeted it and i said this girl boss found a new way to close the orgasm gap (laughs) (laughs) and the or closing it just means men have no orgasms Uh Uh Uh, so she follows up and she says semen retention man focused on self-development not a time waster a lot more masculine 
Chronic ejaculator. <laughs> Weak. Lack of energy. Also quite feminine. Chronic <laughs> like, ejaculator? Fellas, is it gay to Masturbate? have an orgasm? <laughs> fellas, is it gay to touch your own dick? Is it? I want chronic ejaculator to be on my Chronic gravestone. ejaculator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you want to be more feminine, ladies, uh, masturbate more. You heard it here Apparently. first. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is like not scientifically based at all. No. This is just like pure conjecture of like, oh, if you have more cum inside of you. But you can, like, constantly produce semen. It does not make any sense. She's She is trying to explain away bad behavior in a way that, uh, like, removes her from the equation. So, and then this one is hilarious. But if he lives in the same house as you, probably, you will gonna have sex every day. How can he practice <laughs> semen retention successfully? And I'm just like... <laughs> you think you're gonna have sex every day if you're married? The sentence My guy, I'm so sorry to tell you this. Is that an NFT monkey too? Is that some uh it looks like an NFT, but it's not a monkey. Oh, okay. Oh, no, it's, it's a this, fucking what the fuck? It's okay, a never mind. I was gonna say somebody with eyes. a uh that is a uh an absurd take and a poor sentence structure. And then they're talking about like uh your like heart chakra keeping you from having an orgasm what i just wait hold on is this this uh, is this satire no it's (laughs) it's serious so there's this subreddit called no fap do you know what fap is Mm -hmm. yeah i think i you know i never know who knows what so um they just believe insane shit like you're gonna get superpowers from not masturbating and i wanted to look up that too while we're here but let me scroll through some of these comments. Okay, please do. I'm I'm in <laughs> because shock. I was like I was like there has to be people in the comments that are like, are you fucking joking? But most of the comments are like, how do I do this? <laughs> like, wait, um, may I ask how you plan on finding out if a man practices semen retention without dating him? And then this guy replies. You can just tell I radiate different from 99.99% of men. I'm going to die. <laughs> and then said, <laughs> and then someone replied, semen retention doesn't help with insecurities, apparently. <laughs> and then this guy tries to make fun of how the guy looks. And I'm like, you're just like, you're proving him right. Yeah. You're insecure that you have to like criticize this guy's like picture. Mm-hmm. And he just, he's just a normal dude. Semen retention? The, this is this is a, this is just a complete lack of of understanding of this how this. Really funny. Read it. I've swallowed every nut I've ever busted. I am one hundred percent semen neutral. <laughs> I'm the most masculine man on the planet. I have to stay fifty feet from women at all times because of the sheer volume <laughs> of aerosol testosterone in my body. Odor is so disruptive. The female endocrine system. So disruptive to the female endocrine system. I'm dead. I don't. I mean, like, like you said, the body's always producing semen. It's just people just didn't pay attention in health class. But it doesn't make any. It it doesn't make any sense. Like, what do you gain by believing this? I, I don't know. I don't know. We need to look up this subreddit because I no need fat? to see. Yeah, what these people are fucking saying. I d- for real, for real. No fat. Mister Liz told me about the subreddit. Uh, it has almost a million members. Jesus. 632 of them are online now. The rest of them are masturbating. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like to s- stop porn addiction, which I get. I do think porn, ad- like, porn addiction is harmful Agreed. because it's not realistic. No. And it kind of creates this idea of sex that isn't... Like, it's very objectifying and uh, I don't know. Yeah. I know a guy, while you're reading this, I know a guy who does not watch porn because he thinks it's objectifying, but he objectifies women more than anyone I know. Period. So I'm like, I wonder if some people are just... He saves 
nudes that he has received from women in the past that he doesn't talk to anymore and he uses those to masturbate and just that's like, not better uh-uh that uh, is actually worse uh-huh. i would argue agreed because they're not they're not opting into it like a lot yeah, of porn stars are porn mm-hmm. stars are opting into it they're getting paid for i'm it. operating under the idea that porn stars want to be porn stars yes so and they they get paid to be porn stars. Mm-hmm. Are you paying these women every time you fucking jack off to them? Mm-mm. And then just like the shit that he'll say to me about like girls that he's dating, I'm just like, it's just not. But then he's like, yeah, but like you know, play porn just gives you like an unrealistic expectation of what sex is like. I'm like, but this you're just like robbing Peter to pay Paul here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is all this is all bad behavior. No matter how you spin it. Like, do you have an imagination? Use it. Mm-hmm. Um, him and I got in a big fight, and he had like told because I had hooked up with him, and he told one of the girls that um he was dating about our history and like about like everything that we had done. And I found, and he told me that. You, and he no. saw nothing wrong with it. He saw nothing wrong with it. Why? I have. I, I know. I, I have no I words because I have so many words. It's just like, <laughs> I completely agree that porn, like porn addictions are like horrible and they, and they're really harmful. And then there are also people that like are just going to be shit bags either way. So like why, like blaming porn for being an asshole is like the easy way out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like... Like, okay, then what... So if you think porn is harmful, then explain how what you're doing is better. Yeah. Yeah. How is that ethical in any fucking way? It's not. Like, just watch ethical porn. Yeah. Yeah. His therapist is trying to get him to do that. His therapist sucks. (laughs) It's kind of like... Being a therapist, to me, is kind of like being a parent. Yeah. Like... Sure, yeah, you can go do it, but some of you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> some of y'all should not be therapists. Amen. And I think that's also scary because when you're looking for a therapist, you are looking for someone to help you so much. Yes. Yeah. And you're trusting them and some therapists are fucking nuts. And then the rapport building phase of finding a therapist is the most painful phase. So it's like mm-hmm. once you get through that, even if you realize that that person isn't like a good therapist for you, a lot of people will still go to that therapist and that sucks. Yeah. It has to be more accessible to find new therapists. It just has to be. I feel really lucky that I found mine. Oh my god, me too. I'm gonna be possibly controversial here. <laughs> Uh-oh. This, uh, so I sorted by top posts of all time. And this is the second post. So it's a Chad trying to save a kid's life. And it's a screenshot from Pornhub comments. And someone said, I'm 13 and I have premium. And then someone named Chad Thundercock (laughs) (laughs) commented, take some advice from someone a bit older than you. Get out while you can. Porn can and will ruin your perception of sexual intimacy, and it'll take a long time to recover. I personally have had problems getting it up with a girlfriend as a result of my porn addiction. Don't be like me. I honestly kind of agree with that. That's, like, not bad advice. No. Wow. Yikes. So, Should we subscribe to this? Is that how you talk in Reddit terms? Um, I think so. Subscribe to this forum? Do I um, sound like a Redditor? I don't I only like lurk occasionally I don't look very often I've given it a good a good try what's the worst injury you've gotten from jacking off depression (laughs) (laughs) there's also our semen retention no fucking way this is an actual this is a thing yeah instead of just like jerking off they can go do something else it's like but the but the way they go about it mentally is very strange. Hey. Um, it's it's just like doing all this extra shit in your head instead of just facing the problem, which is okay. Why am I objectifying women? Mm-hmm. And um, what does this say about me? How did I get to this point? Like doing the legwork mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of just like I'm never gonna masturbate. Yeah, I'm never gonna. Ha- have it an orgasm this is the issue with any sort of like thought process about like how to manage like anything in your life to like make it less extreme is that there are always going to be people that take it too far yeah and that's like and I think just like being on the internet I don't know if it's like these people it just becomes more widespread or 
these people just have a place to talk about it. I think that that's it. And also like people are looking for a place to belong. And that's like why incel culture is so rabid (laughs) is like, that's a good word to use rabid. Mm -hmm. That feels right. Like, Speaking of which, did you see that? Um, there are some, like, in, in a law now, incels are considered, like, terroristic threats. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, which I think is hilarious and very true. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, um, but I do, I, I think that people just tend to take it to the nth degree on things that otherwise wouldn't have been deemed extreme. Like... Like, you can go to the gym and go to therapy and masturbate. Mm-hmm. I do all of those things, and I feel great. I go to therapy and masturbate. I don't go to the gym. You don't have time. Yeah. Or floor. Okay, so I was trying to look at pl- ways to work out at home. No floor space. And I'm stand- I'm standing by that. I think you could do it in here. You think so? Yeah. Meows doesn't let me do anything in here. This is her bedroom. This is her room? Yeah. I'm surprised she's leaving us alone as long as she does when we're recording. Anyway... Keep masturbating. Semen retention doesn't do anything for you. We're not doctors, but we do have common sense. I love learning about things that I didn't know about before, but I regret learning about that one. Like, I've never been like, I'm going to challenge myself to stop masturbating. Because if I like, I guess it's not a distraction to me though. So when I was a kid, not kid, that sounds extreme. When I was in, I remember in eighth grade, um, we were learning, we were in health class and we had the opportunity to ask questions anonymously and yeah and I was really concerned then that I had a masturbation addiction and like the the qualifier that they I asked the question I'm like is it possible to be addicted to masturbating and my health teacher was like I for sure would have thought a man a boy asked that oh for sure (laughs) for sure and what she said was um yes but only like it's only considered an addiction if it starts interfering with your life and that was obviously like a very dumbed down version for eighth graders Mm -hmm. and I was like is it interfering with my life? I spent a lot of my life thinking that I was. I never would have thought about that as a young person. I had so much shame about masturbating. I wonder if, have you talked to your therapist about that? You know, no. I don't now. I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> if I need to masturbate four times a day, no I don't even, retention I'm like trying to remember if I like knew what masturbation was at in eighth grade. I, fi- I figured I can't, it out. I can't remember. I think like, I was like 11 when I figured it out. In sixth grade, I was like, what is a blowjob? And when someone told me, I was very confused. It's like, they were like, it's when you put someone's penis in your mouth. And then I was like, and obviously there's more to it than that. But I was just like, what are you telling me right now? I don't. Is that a joke? (laughs) Can you just. (laughs) It's not very funny. Yeah. Um, my sixth grade boyfriend convinced me, and I think he was also, I don't think he was fucking around with me. I think he actually believed this, that you could get pregnant. He, he had heard a story about a woman that got pregnant from eating a sperm burger. Sperm burger. Sperm burger. Mm-hmm. And that that's has, definitely someone's older brother, like, fucking with them. For sure. But he was like, yeah, I mean, like. I bet know, he be didn't careful. read the story. I bet someone told him that. And today we could find it on Snopes. The dude looked. I was about to say he did he look like a sperm burger it's such a good sperm burger such a good insult you fucking sperm burger (laughs) (laughs) his name was Julian he was so hot Julian sperm burger he used to do the thing he would see me across I went to camp with him day camp so I know (laughs) twin spring farm day camp what up he would see me from across I was obsessed with him for years and then he was my boyfriend for like a couple of months (laughs) wow he would look at me from across the uh the parking lot and do like the that thing and I had no idea what it was no idea what it was but I was like looks like he likes me and then I got older <laughs> for those who are not seeing the video it's like the it's v, the eating out the eating out symbol with like the the, v. the international symbol for eating pussy yeah that one we were in sixth grade like looking back on that I'm like who the fuck was teaching this kid all this shit did he have an older sibling? I don't. He, he must have. Or cousin or something? Probably. He's one of those kids that like grew up too fast. Like I feel like he started smoking cigarettes at like 11. But I definitely feel like I saw people do that and they didn't know what it meant. Mm-hmm. Julian definitely did. Like, uh, I wonder what he's up to. He follows me on uh, Instagram. So he has a baby now. Good for him. Yeah. But I wonder if he listens to this. What's up, Julian? You um, scared me. But uh, <laughs> you taught me a lot. So bless your heart. Now I have a sex podcast. You are not uh, in any of the Julian. pod. Um, your, your 
part of the reason Amelia is here today. Yeah, you're part of the reason I thought I had a masturbation addiction, I'm sure. It's all connected. And we know what uh, eating out looks the like. The universal symbol. Yeah. Um, speaking of smoking cigarettes, this was my the thing I wanted to interject about. It's been on my list for a while, but it just mm-hmm. resurfaced. I saw this video of Post Malone. <laughs> Oh God, what are you about to tell me? Talking to a kid with autism. Uh-huh. And it was the sweetest, purest video I have ever seen. This kid was like his biggest fan. He like introduced him as Austin. He was like, hi, I'm Austin. And said like, post Malone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, he was just like, so he just like, I, every time I see a video of Post Malone, I get more and more attracted to him. And then I'll see a picture for of him. him. I'll see a picture of him because he's not like traditionally he doesn't give me a lady boner he doesn't just watch like three interviews with him you'll see his okay. face differently i'm convinced hmm. this goes back to what we were saying last week about like if you're a good person you're hotter yeah he has yeah, gone up fair. about 50 hot points in my book i'm in love with him i you've Period. sold me you sold me i i know what i'm gonna be doing tonight masturbating, masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> to post malone interviews just kidding <laughs> Our minds both went to that. <laughs> no, but really, he's just like so fucking hot. So he's like a new, a new celeb crush. I've realized all of my tasted men have gotten more and more, um, like not conventionally attractive, like over the past few months. Love that. It's good something. Mm-hmm. It's some. It's something. I'm excited to see where this uh, takes you. Oh, in your dating path. Oh. You know. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. It's all like p- pipe dream shit right now. <laughs> Keep me in your thoughts. We'll keep you updated on that. Oh, I made a lot of money last night with my sh- my sugar daddy. Hell yeah. <laughs> he listens. He listens. Hey. Hello, Papa. Hi. Last night was fun. <laughs> All right. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> you don't have to. No. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> anyway. Um. <laughs> we need... <laughs> <laughs> Everything's falling apart. Ugh, okay, continue. Uh, big scientific news. Male birth control. Oh, I love it's this. non-hormonal and 99% effective. Is it abstinence? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Zing. Um, <laughs> what, what's that 1% then? <laughs> if it's abstinence. Sperm burgers. <laughs> <laughs> that joke really came full circle. I love it. Came... Uh, um I'm sorry. So <laughs> yeah, they've they're trying out this new male birth control that's non-hormonal because the hormonal birth control that was made for men, they were like we don't like this and we don't want it because there's too many side effects. And separate cuz you sent me that article, but I had also seen it on TikTok and then one of my friends um, Anna, she had sent me screenshots of like a conversation she saw on Twitter of men just being fucking stupid. They're like, hormonal birth control for men causes acne and depression. Give and then me. the oh. women in the comments are like, you know this happens to women too, right? And then it's like, well, I'm not doing that. And it's just like, oh my God, you're I, so out of touch. I could I could in- pop I could pop off like instead of like empathizing and being like holy shit I can't believe you've been putting up with this like we need to find a solution they're like well I'm not fucking taking it no one is making you yeah you can calm down yeah have also, fun making it's like, a baby it's very bold for anyone to assume that person's having sex so <laughs> true <laughs> true um but I have the article ready to go to to read about it briefly I saw somebody referring to it as plan C yeah um that was a retweet <laughs> I I shared <laughs> oh that's probably where I saw it um but I also so someone I saw on TikTok talking about it she was like so it is fucking possible to have Hormone-free birth control, but just not for women. Yeah, unless it's the Paraguard. And fuck that. They don't even offer you, like, a cervical guard. Mm-mm. They're just like, I'm going to shove the... And there are, people have a lot of problems with the, with Paraguard. Oh, yeah. I'll, everyone I know that has it has had problems with it. Um, that's scary. Yeah, but I mean, like, that doesn't mean that... Ev- I only know a couple of people that have it, so don't let that scare you from that option. But, yeah, I mean, but also... I don't know anyone single, who has Paraguard. Every single birth control method has some kind of with it yeah so this one uh this article is from the star 
And they're beginning human trials with new male birth control pill with 99% efficacy, study shows. So that means they tested it on mice first, and it worked. Um, and now they're testing it on humans. Um, what, if the, what if those mice were And children? I just, I'm shocked by how quickly this has happened. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it just sucks that like they had the hormonal male birth control option and then men were like, I'm feeling too emotional. So they had to like pull out. They're already ad. too emotional. I saw a woman, um, explain that men's hormones are so unpredictable because women's are so predictable. Mm-hmm. You know, they have all of these different phases based around their cycle um, so you can tell where a woman's emotions likely are based on where she is on her cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with men, it's unpredictable. It changes all, uh, during it, the day. It Yeah, it changes throughout the day and it could change based on things like if they recently held a gun or if their favorite sports team lost. Like that's how fucking sensitive and delicate their feelings are Mm -hmm. and that's not to knock men it's just like i can't believe they've gotten away with selling that women are the sensitive one or like the emotional ones and like women aren't emotional as much as they are just more likely to be empathetic about something mm -hmm, preach and like men getting on women about like being like emotional on their periods your testosterone is higher when you're pmsing yeah that's that is that is the that makes so much sense that is that's why your feelings are so delicate uh-huh. because your testosterone's higher and that's reflecting like <laughs> you know the daily influx of male emotions. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, just very We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There is a non-hormonal birth control option for women um, that isn't Paragard. It's like this cream, um, but it like is spermicide. No, let me look it up. I can't remember what it's called, but I remember like getting ads for it, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder what this is." And it's um, like this, like basically some sort of cream that you put in your vagina, and then it basically acts as a barrier but it can also cause like a lot of uh like problems like yeast infections yeah like yeast infections and utis that makes sense i mean i think that like of course like i think it's harder to create non-hormonal birth control for women because it's inside Uh you know it's moist it's inside yeah it's a war zone the things that we've learned just from science is that is just kind of like a breeding ground for problems. Yeah. Like, yeah. W- have you watched what happens to a loaf of bread when it's like humid? Mm-hmm. It's going to get moldy. Mm-hmm. Loaf of bread in a bag. Hi, mold. Hey. So I'm not saying our vaginas get moldy. I'm just saying that it's an incubator for 
things it's also happen it's also, it is self-cleaning amazing i was just Love about that. to say that self-cleaning but it's also like the it's a very puts, volatile ph balance exactly you can't if you if you, you throw off anything, your ph you're fucked mm-hmm. but then like we're still expected to be the ones what do they say like it's, it makes more sense to unload the gun than wear a bulletproof vest yep it's true and like you know vasectomies that's a good option they're also reversible vasectomies mm-hmm. are but like getting your tubes tied, yeah. not reversible. Well, just reading this article, they were explaining um, that vasectomies aren't as, they're not as reliable as like a, this non-hormonal birth control. Mm. So vasectomies can be expensive and they, even though they are reversible, they do come with their own set of issues. And then obviously there's a laundry list of issues with uh, women's contraceptives. And then like, you know, we have condoms, tried and true, but if you use them wrong, sometimes you can get pregnant. Yeah, they break. Yeah, they break. Um, People don't like wearing them. Also, there's just teeny tiny. They can slip through. You can poke- Just the latex. You're right. Which is terrifying. You can also poke holes in condoms if you're trying to get someone to get you pregnant. Yeah, or, put, or put hot sauce in them. Allegedly. In Allegedly. <laughs> I think if you poked a hole in a condom, I think it would rip. If I'm being like, that's, that's like a an old like. Uh, I know we've all. Trick. I know we've all heard that, but I just like I don't know. First of all, I don't know anyone who's ever done that, but I think it would rip just having an initial hole in there, and then you're. It'd be hard to not notice pushing it. up against it. Yeah, because then when you pull out, there's your dick is through it. Mm-hmm. The condom is no longer there. So. So resort to hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, but I think this is a good introduction to two of the emails I wanted to read. Please. Because a- we talked about fertility last episode and they're related to that. Oh, amazing. Um, update on my surgery. It went really well. I was supposed to have cramping. Don't have any. Love that. Uh, I was unconscious for the whole thing. Love that. Yes, because I was talking to my friend today who is not unconscious, and she was like, it was so fucking painful. And I was like, I'm glad that I wasn't awake for this. Yeah. Yeah. A more dramatic option, sure, but I have no regrets in my decision to no, not be conscious for it. Worth every every penny. Mm-hmm. And I've had almost no bleeding. And yeah. That's the, it's like you, you not having any uh, like side effects and then also not remembering any of it is like, that's I the best <laughs> Like, oh my scenario. God. I'm just avoiding having trauma. Yeah. Like beautiful decision for me. Uh-huh. Um, Always do what's right. Advocate for your health. Two people wrote into us about like a couple of different um, of their situations around their fertility because I had mentioned that, um, Someone had written to me to think about my fertility, and I was like, listen, Mm -hmm. that's not my concern right now. Yeah. (laughs) This one is just titled Lady Problems, which I think is funny, and I, like, sort of recognized this name for a second, and then when she explained who she was, I went to high school with her. So, hello. I read this the night before I went in for my surgery. Oh. So, I loved reading this right before I went in because it was really empowering. So, I'm going to share it with everyone. Hi, ladies. I found your podcast via mutual friend Liz and I went to high school with. Hi, Liz. Hello. <laughs> um, it has given me many laughs on my drives to and from work, rehearsal, etc. when I'm just too wiped out to deal with music. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just listened to an episode where Liz is talking about HPV, her experience, fear of a hysterectomy, all of it. I went through this something similar in 2020 and like to share where I can because maybe it will help someone else and make them feel less alone. I'll try and keep it keep things short. In February 2020, I had a major dizzy spell that lasted days and my period began to get heavier than normal. I thought maybe it was stress and brushed it off. It eventually got to a point where I asked where I talked to my OB about it and they decided to change my birth control to a higher estrogen dose. I blindly trusted this, not a good idea. Things got severely worse. TMI warning. There's no TMI here. <laughs> We're past that. I was in so much pain and bled constantly during my actual period week i was i was filling the largest tampons available within one hour i was terrified i was going to need a blood transfusion jesus my ob did an ultrasound and found out i had a large fibroid my doctor is amazing and walked me through my options which were basically remove the fibroid or get a hysterectomy i had 
I also had an 80% chance of having endometriosis since my mom had severe endo when they went in with her went in for her hysterectomy. You can't find endo without an exploratory procedure since it can't be found on any scan or test. Removal of the fibroid is a more complex procedure but can result in massive blood loss. Also, fibroids are guaranteed to come back. It's just a matter of when and how bad. Joy. Fibroids can also be cancerous, which was terrifying. Thankfully, mine was not. They said if I wanted to have kids to do so shortly after surgery to avoid having it again and prevent any pregnancy issues later down the road if the fibroid should return. I knew I didn't want kids, but I was so concerned about what my friends and family would think. My husband, then fiance, was so supportive. He told me, if we have kids, great. If not, I'm okay with that too. He cared more about my health than anything, and that meant the world. What a man. My mom, on the other hand, she had a fibroid with fibroid two years earlier that led to a hysterectomy. However, she only found out about it because her blood results pre-cosmetic surgery showed anemia. She brushed off my issue as if it were no big deal because she had it as well and it was not a problem for her and she only cared about whether they could save my uterus. Not once did she ask me about how I was feeling, what I was thinking, nor what I wanted. Every day, I was breaking down in the worst anxiety attacks I've ever had in my life. Curled up in a ball, couldn't breathe. It was awful. I was in so much pain that I could barely make it from the bed to the couch. It got really dark really fast. My fibroid was growing at a 33% rate month over month. Holy shit. I know. It's insane. Which can be a symptom of high estrogen. Thank you, birth control. I decided I wanted the hysterectomy. Eventually, it was the size of a four-month-old fetus. I felt trapped in my own body with no support from family and friends who kept telling me that I may change my mind about having kids in a few years. I was 28. I never wanted to give birth in my life. The thought of pregnancy repulses me. (laughs) It is not my path in life. I'll adopt or harvest my eggs for surrogacy if I want kids. I didn't tell my mom what I had done what I had decided until after the fact. When I read that, I was like, holy shit. Like, what a badass thing to do. She's just yeah, like, fuck huge. you, I'm getting my hysterectomy. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make my decision on my own without outside influence. And frankly, it's none of their business. It directly affects myself and my husband. That's it. Amen. The process was tedious. I had to fight with many medical professionals throughout the process and learned so much about women's health. I was in a support group with so many women who were denied hysterectomies because of their husbands or lack thereof or age. Other women were only given hysterectomy as an option, even though they were desperate for children. Jeez. Misinformation was being given by their own doctors, and it's just as awful. The way the... Uh, The way that doctors make women feel like we're crazy, can't advocate for ourselves, or need a man to approve of what we do with with our own bodies is absolutely terrible. Anyways, thanks for listening. And Liz, I'm sending positive thoughts that everything goes well and you are able to make your own choice on whether you you want kids someday and don't have the the opportunity ripped from you before you can decide. Best of luck. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for opening up about this. I think that it's another important example of how how important it is to advocate for your own health like you mm-hmm. know your body better than anyone if you, also, feel like you know what you right. want better than anyone you've lived in your body your entire life right there are so many parts of that story of like being you know like knowing that something's up going in and getting it checked um like advocating for yourself that something isn't right doctors being like here's more estrogen which is like almost never the answer in no. every example that i've ever heard <laughs> it's almost never the answer And then, like, the whole idea of, like, I'm making a decision for myself to have a hysterectomy, completely badass, Mm -hmm. like, not going to tell people about it that I know we're going to judge me for it because it's a huge decision that's already difficult to make. Like, I don't need the guilt when I'm just trying to save my life, which is, like, it's just, like, fucking, it's it's exactly what you went through with, with, like, you're, you're worried about your health right now. Exactly. The your hypothetical unborn child is going to have to come second to that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like um, I'm the one alive right now. I'm not just like right, it's a gonna, uterus. It's gonna be tough a walking to have, uterus. It's gonna be tough to have a kid if you're dead. Yeah. Hello. Why don't people realize that shit? Well, and then also like like she said, like there are other options too. Like you yeah. can harvest your eggs for surrogacy. Right. You can adopt. So it's not. It's I don't know. Ridiculous. It's just. Very frustrating in many ways, and um, 
it was like the perfect email to get right before yeah going in because I was like fuck yeah Mm -hmm. she just did this with no problem and like my mom has like she's being she's keeping a respectful distance um but you know she's I, I think she's just waiting for the moment to be like Sal, yeah, are you gonna have kids? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I don't know. Are but, you gonna pay for them? Yep, yeah. <laughs> right. Good for her for letting it breathe a little bit, like for now. You know, yeah, you that it's like that's not what we're fucking talking about right now. Uh, we got this one today. Fertility choices. I suck at subject lines. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's straightforward. Um, hi, Liz and Amelia. I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciated your discussion on fertility choices last week. I'm 31 years old, and I have a 10 year old child, and I have recently scheduled a surgery to have my tubes tied. I was questioned a little by my doctor about why I wanted to have this done instead of my monogamous male partner having a vasectomy, and my answer was simple. I want control over my body, and quite frankly, you never know when someone might decide not to be in your life anymore. Also, it was none of of her business, but I am not brave enough to say that. (laughs) I am, however, proud of my choice and excited to not have to worry about babies and birth control anymore. Giving birth does not define us as women, and I am excited to move on with my baby, my life baby-free. <laughs> so much love to you both, and hope your surgery went well, Liz. Fuck yes. That was, I liked that too. Like, yeah. It's like, well, this is why I'm doing it, because it's my body. Yeah. Any it's questions? It's my body, my life. Well, <laughs> and you can only control yourself and your own choices. You know so. what you want. This is like, people are always questioning, like, she are you has sure this is what kid. you want? Right. Like, can we just let people make decisions for yeah. their own bodies? Ugh. Anyway, good for you. This is, I, this is a great reminder. Like, sure, there have been instances where people have made decisions and regretted their choice, but that's for literally everything in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, the color you paint your walls. You know what I mean? But like if it feels right in the moment, you're going to do what feels right. And also, you know better than anyone else. Period. Mm -hmm. I think that there is always going to be an instance of like, well, what if I didn't or what if I did? Because that's just how human brains work. But if you you know your body and you know what's best for you better than anybody else. Full stop. Yeah. Like there's there's no there's no question about that. And there's always going to be people that are trying to pretend like they know better than you. And there are different instances of people are like not in their right mind or if they're like going through like depression or anxiety and they're making snap judgments. But a lot of these decisions are made after a lot of thought and people act like they're not. People act like people are making these decisions just like in the moment. And that's fucked up because these decisions eat a lot of people alive. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? I had never considered that people are just treating it like it's an impulsive decision yeah. like ah fuck it i'm just gonna get my tubes tied well, or i'm gonna get it for the first time you know that's yeah that's a really good point that's anyway. their first time hearing it <laughs> make decisions that feel right for you mm-hmm. you know better than anyone i just think it's like the obsession around women's fertility is wild like the older i get the more people obsess over it well, it's and the like, more that they will continue to. It just goes along with everything. Women, people are always trying to control everything about women. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that because fertility is like such a huge piece of our at the, the moment of our lives that we're in right now. It's such a it's a, it's a topic of conversation. Before that, it was how we were dressing. Oh um, yeah, what music we listened to. Everything, everything. I tweeted this recently. Just everything you do is policed mm-hmm. your entire life. Mm-hmm. Like, your sexuality is obsessed over yeah. for so long. Into, and then just, like, ugh, what we put women through is exhausting. Yeah. And, the, and then this, um, this, new air, this new place that we're in that, like, around, like, beauty and skincare, like, women can't age. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to – at first, we weren't allowed to take up space, and we always had to be thin. And now we're not allowed to take up time and age. Mm-hmm. Even though that's fucking normal and we have been doing it since the beginning of time. Yeah. Right. And it's just the way that women are completely dismissed as existing after a certain age Mm -hmm. is really – I'm over it. And it is all to make money. Really. I mean like Botox. Mm -hmm. I'm guilty of this. 
I'm I'm trying to freeze myself in time. But that's like the result of like a lot of my guy friends where I'm like, oh, look, I got Botox. I can't move my forehead. That's like the thing that guys love seeing the most about Botox. They're like, whoa, you can't express yourself. They're like, should I get Botox? And I'm like, the fact that you haven't thought about whether or not you need it, it's a testament to the fact that it's not really. Damn mm -hmm. that I haven't considered that. Like literally, I name one man that you have talked to who's been like, yes, I'm consider I'm considering a cosmetic appointment. I've never met a single one. The I've never met one, and the only guys that I know that have gotten plastic surgery are mad extreme about it, like like human Kendall. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's. And I don't know, maybe there are like some men in my life that I don't know have gotten Botox or whatever, but it's it's not to the extreme that it is. Like, it's only marketed to women. Yeah. And I, oh God, why am I only now having this realization? I'm thinking about all the ads I get for Botox, like are just, it's just women in the ad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, I've heard like, oh, like ladies get Botox before 25. It's preventative. You, and it's always ladies. It's yeah, never, why aren't, we're why not allowed aren't, to age gracefully. Why aren't women just allowed to age? I don't know. It's exhausting. It is. And I hope that it changes, but it probably won't because it's, it's, it's all in an effort to make companies money period, because they, they know that like, if we're getting it from every angle that we need to be a type of way, it's like all of these other companies are going to jump into that. Like, um, like the what's the word I'm looking for it's like the weakness in the foundation you know what I mean it's like they're not going to like come at men and be like Botox because they're not getting it all the time we're yeah. getting it all the time so then if there's like a new like skincare product that'll make us young it's like oh my god you're right I do need this because you're already getting this information from everywhere I was just listening to um sounds like a cult mm -hmm. and the latest episode that they did was on the cult of skincare because it's not just makeup that's its own thing mm -hmm. but skincare itself and then I was thinking about it and I was like we're constantly like on TikTok there's constantly a new fucking skin product like that little electric thing that like makes your face <laughs> yeah. raised for whatever amount of time so that's the newest one and then there's like just there's so many different fucking skincare products like making the circulation and Everything's anti-aging and mm -hmm. <sighs> queer eye has been a really, really interesting moment for men in my life where like because Jonathan will teach these men like how to take care of their skin. And so many men in my life have been like, oh, yeah, like I started using a night cream because I watched queer eye and it's like a mind blowing concept to them. And that was probably the first time that I realized I'm like, oh, it's because they're not advertised this shit. I was yeah. I was always just like, maybe they don't care. But they clearly do because they're watching Queer Eye and they're like, maybe I need a night cream. <laughs> and that's like sad. Like, that, maybe I should wear sunscreen. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Ex that's exactly right. Everyone should wear sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Look at me. Look her in the L eye. Listen. Look at both cameras. Yeah. Wear you, sunscreen. You need to be wearing some fucking sunscreen. SPF 30. Plus. Uh, did you did you know after SPF 30 it doesn't do anything mm -hmm. yeah so SPF 30 minimum we're not fucking around <laughs> sex fact of the week female kangaroos have three vaginas female kangaroos all marsupials for that matter Possess three vaginal tubes, but only one vaginal opening, eliminating any confusion on the part of their mates. <laughs> That's good. When males inseminate females, their sperm travels up either or both of the side tubes, and about 30 days later, the tiny joey travels down the central tube, from which it slowly makes its way to its mother's pouch for the remainder of its gestation. Interesting. I am realizing I have no fucking idea how kangaroos are born. Do they come out of the pouch? I, I'm learning. I'm thinking maybe yes, they do. So here's here's my thing about kangaroos. Fuck kangaroos. Everybody that I know that is from Australia knows my hatred of kangaroos. They that is objectively disgusting that they hang out in pouches. That's disgusting to me. I and they're mean. Listen, I'm trying to – I'm still processing where the fuck is a kangaroo's vagina located? Maybe in the pouch. In the – Should we look – you're going to get weird I need to. I need to see how kangaroos have sex. I fucking hate kangaroos. 
I, I really do. I don't really have um, an opinion on kangaroos because yeah. you're a normal person. So here, here's I saw a video of a kangaroo like that was jacked. Jacked. Like, I know that's running into a window because mm-hmm. it's trying to fight its reflection. And I was like, this is that. That was the moment that I was like, what the fuck actually is a kangaroo? I don't like it at all. They're like deer in Australia. They just they're everywhere, and I hate that. They're a little too mobile. To, for me to trust them, you know? They're just all like... Whereas, a, you know, a deer is going to run away. I... Oh, God, I hate... I hate Okay, kangaroos. we're going to look up how kangaroos have sex because I have questions. All right, and also that sex fact was from ThoughtCo. Oh, oh my God, Liz. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what you were doing. Now we're just looking at pictures of kangaroos fucking... It look... It, it's... It's doggy style, essentially. It's That's how... A, actually, it's exactly how all, what I expected it to look like. how all animals... Well, I couldn't figure out, like the whole process with the pouch like where is that part of it um but it it's also very sad that it looks like they do have they do give birth through their pouch the pouch is a vagina so their kid just hangs out in their vagina (laughs) i hate kangaroos (laughs) this is all just very interesting news to me i'm pretty angry because I thought the kangaroo pouch was just kind of like a pocket, but... That is how they've been able to make kangaroos palatable for children. When in reality... Yes, making it a pocket versus... That's, a, I guess, a kangaroo pouch is a vagina, apparently. I have a lot to think about. They're a waste of time. They're also raccoons, too. I don't like kangaroos or raccoons. You don't like raccoons? No, they're cute, but they're fucking assholes. I love raccoons. They're so insane. That's why I love them. I've been hissed they're at chaotic. by so many raccoons. I, me and raccoons, no compatible. The first time I saw a raccoon in person was less than a year ago. Mr. Liz and I had done shrooms and went to the Arboretum. Ooh. Great time. Highly recommend. Um, And then... Afterwards, as we're coming down, we had some leftover shrooms, and he made them into a tea. And so I had another little smaller second wave. And then we looked out. We heard just, like, this crazy, like, animal screaming type sounds. And we're like, what the fuck? And then we went and looked out the window, and there were, like, these three fat-ass raccoons, like, fighting with each other. It was like two raccoons were chasing this other raccoon. Hate it. And I was just out. I was just making sure a cat wasn't involved. Oh, for sure. I was like, we gotta save this baby. Oh, that was very kind of you. And then they waddled across the street. Ugh. Mr. Liz's roommate hates raccoons because they chased him one time. That that's my. Ex- the f- I went to a one day. I was <laughs> to at- be fair. Both of you, for some reason, give off this energy that you would be chased by a raccoon. Oh, I don't know why. Because we both have been. Um, have geese chased you? No, but fuck geese. That's another one. Fuck geese. Fuck kangaroos. Geese are... Kangaroos and geese. Geese are mean. Geese are mean. No, I... No, you'll see. Not raccoons, though. Not raccoons. That's why I didn't include them. Okay. They're an enemy of the Amelia. Yeah. But not an enemy of the pod. Kangaroos. Enemy of the pod. Mage enemy of the pod. Um, Anyway. This goes out to kangaroos. Watch your fucking back. Watch your fucking back. Your weird ass pouch strong bitches you don't need to be that fucking strong you weird ass vagina pouch how come we don't have vagina pouches you could put your weed in there wow i I suppose you could still put your weed in your pussy i have a friend that put a um they were trying to sneak molly into a music festival and put it up their vagina and it what it the bag was opened up and <gasps> it got dissolved into their vagina and they <gasps> had the craziest trip of their life cautionary tale don't put molly up your vagina and if you do make sure it's good stuff really secure oh and it's secure <laughs> yeah <laughs> make sure make sure it's good stuff in that you should get a drug testing kit mm-hmm. and make sure your ziploc is zipped mm-hmm there you go. Zip um, up your Ziploc and zip up your snatch. Damn. That was a sex fact and, it up. and a word of advice. Yeah. All right. The That's more that. you oh. I had to, I had to, th- I had, it's our new song. We love you. I'm closing it out because I have things to do. Our children. Could have been better. I know. It's okay. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.